0: Hello, all you seekers, explorers, and renegades out there. Welcome to another episode of the Alchemy Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Lemke. We always hear that relationships are hard, but do they really have to be? I think if we start with understanding relationships as a definition beyond the interaction between humans and uh, start looking at what relationships actually is and who we who what and we have relationships with then we can start to understand a bit more as to what the purpose of the relationship is and how it interact or how we interact in those situations and also it's not about the other person which we tend to kind of That's why relationships tend to be hard. We focus so much on the other person as opposed to how we show up in the relationship. So, this conversation is really about understanding what relationships are and how we show up in them and what we need to or what the focus is when we're looking at improving our relationships. Are we focusing on the right perspectives and the right point of uh, experience, as it were. Of course, everybody's uh, opinions here are their own, and uh, my experiences are certainly from uh, what I've learned in my life, so it may be, not be applicable to you, but uh, hopefully you will start to ask yourself how you show up in your relationships and find a, a model that works for you. So I uh, hope you enjoy this episode and uh, See you on the other side. The meeting of two personalities is like the contact of two chemical substances. If there is a reaction, both are transformed. And this quote comes from Carl Gustav Jung, the famed psychotherapist from the beginning of the 20th century, uh, founder of the, uh, or kind of the source of the Jungian uh, psychotherapeutic method. Uh, and we define relationships as the way two or more people or things are uh, connected, or the state of being connected. So when we're looking at this, we have it's really how we view our uh, ourselves in relations to the world around us. Uh, it's not it's how we experience ourselves uh, in relation to others. And how we grow if we choose to. Because if we sit in a vacuum, we can't experience ourselves. We have to create these relationships in order to experience ourselves. So a lot of you might have heard people talk about that uh, your experiences are simply a mirror of uh, the world around you. Or how you experience the world around you is how is a mirror of yourself as it were? If we are in that vacuum, it's difficult to experience ourselves, right? So we have to create these relationships. Now, there are different types of relationships that we can experience, and some of these you might not think about on a on a, a daily basis as you go through your personal development process but for example of course people that's the obvious, obvious one we have uh, relationships with people it could be romantic uh, familial tribe relationships professional hierarchical like with governments and so forth so forth or peripheral so for example i've never been to asia So uh, I know some things about Asia, but only what I've read in books and what I've seen on TV and movies and so forth. So that would be a peripheral relationship. Uh, I don't have a direct relationship with uh, Asia as a a place, as it were, uh, or the people of uh, uh, Asia. So uh, that leads us on to that we can have a relationship with places, experiences. Plants, animals, the planet or the ecological, environmental systems, work, things, concepts, unless we forget ourselves, our relationship with ourselves. So we see these relationships uh, as the space between the objects. So when we go through life, we typically see our relationships The relationships become the third part in uh, in our interaction with someone else. So, uh, if I have a girlfriend, for example, I have a relationship with her. I see that as something that is between us, as opposed to uh, the uh, the energy and vibrational frequency that we each bring to the relationship. Right. So if we Look at relationships more from a perspective of what we bring to the table, then we can also become more accountable for our part in the relationship. If we look at the relationship as this thing that exists between us, then I if something goes wrong, I can just apportion blame. oh we grew apart or. Uh, you know we we just didn't mesh together or is something with the relationship that went wrong it's external to me but when we start looking at it as uh, the energy and the vibrational frequency that we bring to the relationship that is the actual relationship because then we're going to look at what do I bring to the table what um What's my frequency? What's my vibration in this uh, relationship? and what is being mirrored back at me from the other person? Um, so now looking at uh, again, who am I in the relationship, uh, there's a uh, fellow by the name of Hawkins who wrote the bu- uh, a book about uh, uh, dis- or exploring different uh, frequencies within humanity and we're looking at uh, so we're looking at different emotions as different vibrational frequencies so start at the very bottom you have shame and guilt and then you go all the way up to uh, enlightenment and then you have everything in between that so low frequencies are these kind of heavier more dense uh, experience uh, emotional experiences like anger fear and so forth higher lighter frequencies are like love acceptance uh, cooperation uh, or connection and so forth um, so we can look at so if you look up David Hawkins uh, work and look at the different emotions there we can see what what frequency do I bring to the table am I do I bring? You know, do I feel guilty about the relationship all the time? Well, that's the frequency you bring to the relationship. Then, now keep in mind. Again, it's not only about people. We're talking about places, experiences, um, and all sorts of different things. So, what am I, you know, bringing to the table? Uh, what, what when I have a relationship with my hometown, for example? what is my frequency with that when i think about my birth time uh, where i was born or where i grew up what is my feeling about that what relationship do i have with that and we can discover a lot of things about ourselves when we go through these processes and looking at how we interact and how we show up in our relationship with um, whatever it may be the place or the experience or work or colleagues or bosses or whatever it may be right and what part of me is showing up at any given time so we have uh in psychotherapy we talk talk about something called parts therapy which is looking at ourselves in different parts so there might be a part of me that is feeling lonely well, what part of me is where does that part uh, where did that part kind of come from? So oftentimes we go back in to our childhood and we look at uh, look at ourselves from that perspective. And it's, I oftentimes look at it, look at it uh, as if a part of me is stuck in that part. Of of, of the age when I experienced a traumatic, uh, uh, had a traumatic experience of some sort, or a core wound was formed. And that's usually uh, in the childhood, adolescent age, when we are still kind of forming our opinions about the world around us and so forth. Um, So, what part is showing up? So if I'm reacting to someone, I feel triggered by someone, what part of me is it that is showing up and being triggered? Am I now acting or speaking or thinking from the part of me that is the five-year-old self? Right. So, And oftentimes when we do that we're, and we're not aware of it, we're stuck in our heads, we blame it on something that's external to us. You make me angry you trigger me you're causing me all this pain right so we externalize it beyond ourselves and again this is when the when we conceptualize the relationship between us and something else person place experience whatever it is Uh, that experience really hurt me badly right so yes the pain is there but again uh, like i've said before the suffering is how we perceive it how do we look at it what is my experience how do i go through that experience um and again so also uh part or part of this process is like who shows up when i'm being triggered who shows up is it the five-year-old self is it the 20 year old self or is the present self if I am in flow with myself and I am resisting nothing in, in my experiences, then I'm being able to be present in ourselves and uh, can act and respond from myself, the present self. And it'll be something that is going to be aware, fully aware and not reacting from a core wounding it's going to be much gentler it's going to be much calmer and serene it's going to be still expressing my authenticity in that relationship still expressing my boundaries but it's not going to perpetuate anything it's not going to escalate anything it's going to be uh and it's not the kind of drop the mic uh experience what <laughs> you know I'm going to tell my truth and that's it. Drop the mic, walk away. Um, that's not going to be con- uh, con- conducive to uh, a healthy relationship, is it? So, we have a question here if uh, we can measure our frequency by ourselves. Um, and we have a, uh, a system, my co founder with uh, Barbie Layton and Tula Schoebelingham, called The Infinity Life, where we work with. Um, with the uh, hawken scale and we use muscle testing for testing our own uh, our own frequency so you can ask yourself so uh, what frequency uh, according to the hawken scale am I today uh, or at this very moment do you test it is it 200 300 and you test yourself uh, into uh, the range that, or the number that you're at now just as a side note on uh on the uh, when we're looking at measuring our um, our own frequency we can be angry at the moment so that can temporarily bring down our uh, our frequency to anger but we embod we might embody uh, a much higher frequency of love or even higher but or we can on the contrary or the flip side we can uh, we can experience a tremendous amount of love but in actual fact we're we're embodying fear or shame or guilt so that then becomes a temporary kind of elevation of our frequency but we quickly come back down into the lower ranges um so when we when we've done measurements on humanity as a whole, uh, at the moment we're somewhere 180 to 200, uh, which is uh, quite low. It's down in the ranges of uh, fear and anger. Uh, so it's um, it's quite an interesting uh, way of uh, looking at it, uh, but it allows you to see within yourself what is the energy that you embody what is the energy that or the directions of your uh, kind of personality and your habits and so forth but you're looking at it on a more general scale uh, yeah general scale Uh, rather than looking at well i did that at that time i did this at that time therefore i am you're looking at more of what do you embody Uh, and that is then going to help you to when you are doing personal development to see how you're progressing, um, and this is also important that we look at, you know how authentic am I in uh, re- uh, kind of reflecting on myself, because that is then going to help you when you show up in these different relationships. Um, and of course we have to look at when we show up in relationships what what resonates and what doesn't and why so if i'm showing up in a relationship a romantic relationship and i feel tremendous love towards someone and it when i go inside i discover that the love is evoked by me feeling uh, lonely so it's not necessarily pure love that shows up it's loneliness that uh, makes makes that connection so now i have a uh, shall we call it a uh, an attachment so if this person uh, i feel this love towards this person i have an attachment If I lose them, I will then uh, not be able to feel that love because I am going to feel lonely again. So now that is going to then show up in the relationship. Or same thing with, you know, at work. If you show up at work and you have a fear about losing your job because you're going to lose your, uh, your paycheck, that is then going to show up as an energy within your relationship to your job and how you perform your job and how you you know what flow you're going to be in how much you're going to enjoy it and so forth so this is why it's important that we look at not only relationships with people but relationship relationships with the world at large so experiences places uh opportunities people of course animals environment and so forth and of course we have to look at how do the other parties show up of course if you're looking at a place you know the place doesn't necessarily show up in that respect but the place can still hold a, uh, um, a vibrational frequency So if you go to a place where a lot of uh, battles have, uh, for example, go to Gettysburg uh, in America where a big uh, civil war uh, battle took place uh, and a lot of people died, that is still going to hold a lot of that pain and suffering energy. So when you show up at that place, you might respond to that in a way you might not be aware of it but your subconscious and your energy body is going to respond to it so you might start feeling fearful sad uh, depressed whatever so now is that because you are sad or is it because the place holds that energy and you are now triggered by it so this is where we're talking about, you know, what is the, how does the other party show up? Because it affects us. It triggers us. But there's also a reason why it triggers us. So whatever, whenever we're triggered, in my experience anyway, we are triggered because there's an aspect of what triggers us that remains unhealed within, within ourselves. So, this is where we can use the other party, as it were, in the relationship to discover things about ourselves. As I said in the beginning, if you sit in a vacuum, you're not going to be able to experience yourself, and you're not going to be able to have any reference point to experience yourself. So, this is why we have things that show up in our experiences in this reality construct that we live in we have people we have houses we have trees we have uh, electronics whatever it may be because we're here to learn something about ourselves and we're learn- learning something all the time if we're willing to pay attention to it so of course when we are talking about humans as in terms of our relationship with humans it becomes far more complex than places or nature or whatever it may be so this is where oftentimes we we have a tendency to in our relationship with other people we tend to pick it apart and say oh i don't like that i don't like this and then that's going on there and and we, again we are externalizing this our experience with the relationship while it's actually merely a reflection on uh, ourselves so the when we are looking at the relationships when we are trying to figure out the complexities of relationships that's when we are really gonna put ourselves into a tailspin um, because it's far too complex Uh, we're not going to be able to pick it apart and, you know, analyze every little thing. Because, and we we tend to do that because we are stuck in our heads. And, you know, we all do it from time to time. Some people more than others. Uh, this is why I tend to, you know, when I work with clients or different courses or uh, practices that I teach, that we go into trying to observe ourselves from our awareness so that we don't need to be stuck in our head and we don't need to analyze everything. And especially when it comes to relationships, the worst thing we can do is to start analyzing things. We can just feel into how we're responding to the experience of the relationship. And that's that's your starting point. And that's the only thing that you can do because... You can't control the other person you can't control the place you can't control the experience itself it is going to be whatever it's going to be but it is our responsibility to show up as the best version of ourselves in that relationship and it's our responsibility to show up as a role model role model in any any relationship that we encounter and any experience we have is going to be a relationship so if i my car breaks down i have a relationship with my car not a romantic one i like my car but (laughs) not a romantic one so when the car breaks down and it always breaks down in a bad time right we all experience that uh how am i reacting to that how am i triggered by that how am i how is that relationship with the car that is usually so very good about taking me from place uh, point a to point b but now it's failed me how am i showing up in that relationship what is triggering me how am i resonating with uh with uh, with the experience and the relationship with my car i might be you know Yelling and screaming at the car. Why are you failing me though? This worst time you can do this. You know, on your way to work or something. But in fact, it shows up at exactly the right time for you to learn something.
1: It's it's a question within like a statement or experience that I'm having right now. Please. Okay, so I'm very connected with nature, and uh, I have a special tree that I speak with. And the tree revealed the name to me. Well, first of all, the tree revealed the name to my mother. And it's a tree, my mom and I, we talked to the tree and we have a really close relationship with the tree. And so I told the tree that no matter what I was, I would be connected with her. And then um, when I went to the park out here, um, I wasn't, I was really in myself. And, but I was compelled to talk to somebody at the park. And I was really talking to his dog. I wanted to talk to his dog, I like animals. And um, at the end, he told me his dog's name. And, the, and he just volunteered it. And, and the dog's name was the tree's name. So I knew that, and, and, and the tree's name, it means God. The name means um, one like God. So I knew it was God with, with me in the park. And I had spent my time with the tree to let it know i will be there. So I'm in another park. And it's like, hey, I, you, you right. We're together, you know? So the next day I got a note on my car and it said, sell your car. And then the same name from the day before, because see, the thing is, is that the man, he told me the, 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 um, the dog's nickname. And then he told me the full name. Mm -hmm. So he Mm took the shorter name was the name that was left on my car the day before. So he made a point to tell me the short name. And then he told me the full name Then he told me to sell my car. And so universe knows I have a special relationship with my car We've been through a lot together and I'm very loyal. I have visions of like tricking her out with like, like those special wing doors and, and bronzing her and stuff, no matter how, you know, um, financially wealthy I am because of what we've been through together. i with, she's my, my baby, you know? So there was a note, like I told you, okay, the note was there. So like, okay, so, you know, you already know me, you know, I'm in the future, but I'm here at the same time. So come a few weeks later, now my car, the, the engine light, it did, she came on. Um, I actually, between that time, so one day the engine light came on. I've actually gone to a parallel universe since then. Like my, I've upgraded in my spiritual energy. So I'm here, but I'm like an upgraded version of myself, which we can discuss later. But the point is that this, the signs of that, show me then, until so the next day I'm in the same world, but there was differences. So my car, the engine light went back off. Right. Mm-hmm. So now she she was doing good again, but now she's acting up again. But it was just, I believe that those were to show me that I have shifted to this uh, new parallel energy universe. But also I I understand why now that I got the note from the car, I just find it very profound that you chose this subject. And I understand this is not is to prepare me for what is coming that I got the letter from God to sell my car. Um, it's just so profound, like to think that the universe is that communicative, you know what I'm saying? Like,
0: absolutely. And, uh, Barbie and I actually ran a course last year on, uh, science of science and, um, uh, where we talked about uh, exactly that, how you can communicate quite uh, literally with the universe and it communicates back to you or it, it gives you you know and this is what we're talking about being being aware because if we're stuck in our head all the time you know if you went to the park and you were stuck in your head and the guy said the name you, you may not have picked up on it you may not have uh, resonated with it because it's that resonation, uh, resonance is going to be a, a body experience. It's not a mind experience, right? And the same with the car, you know, you may have seen someone putting a note on your car, you may have been, oh, being annoyed by it, right? Why are they putting notes on my car? Rather than being in the flow and, and realizing it was something that you resonated with. So it is, as you say, very, uh, you know, it is very much about the relationship with things around us that you know if you believe in the universe communicating with you or not and believe uh, whether they are signs or not i'm not going to make any uh you know comments on, on uh, everybody else's experience i whenever we i have these discussions i always talk from my own experiences um and i believe from my perspective it's makes it more fun it makes it more life more colorful it makes it more uh, interesting to be able to have that kind of interaction
1: um yeah um, it's cool i've kind i'm starting to figure this world out they have put us on this roller coaster game we're literally in a game of life it's literally the game of life and you know, of course, we could be, we're so powerful and we're so spiritually evolved. But what would the fun be if we came here knowing all that, right? That'd be boring. Be well, so that's boring. it.
0: That's <laughs> it. If you knew the end of the book, you wouldn't read it. Um, <laughs> and you knew the ending of the movie, you wouldn't watch it. Uh, and the, uh, no, absolutely. I think that's very true. That, but it's understanding how we show up and understanding how understanding our role in our own reality, because we're all sitting here Well, you're all sitting here, listening to me right now, but we're all kind of in this group and we're sharing our kind of energy into, okay, what does relationships mean for me and so forth. But when we, we're we're looking at this experience we're all looking at it from our different uh, individual perspectives right so we might seemingly seemingly be having exactly the same experience but we all experience it from our own perspective so that is where we kind of draw the conclusion that reality is a bit of an illusion Because my reality right now is going to be different from everybody else's reality. And it is how how we are in a relationship to the experience. Yeah, go ahead, Nicole.
1: So, okay. I'm totally agreeing with what you're saying because I've started to notice. Okay. So it's gotten to the point to where spirit is just telling me who to talk to, discernment, what to do, um, being still like, using my mind energy to call someone to me and then finding out they're like a shaman or a wizard like it's just it's really cool right now it's going on in my life and um I'm starting to notice these parallelisms in my life with the people's lives that are on the spiritual journey and even if we're not go ahead
0: serendipities
1: yeah serendipities yes so much serendipities like Um, to the point I met, I told you I met my first client that I'm be doing light work healing with, first of many. And I'm so excited about it. And the thing was, is that come to find out when I actually spoke to her for a few seconds, that her daughter it was she went into labor with her daughter on her birthday, just like my mom went into labor with me. Um, her mother was her her grandmother was the second mother, just like in my life as well. So there was I knew how I could help her. I was like, wow, you sent me here directly to help. Like it's no coincidences, everything down to the point of where I even look at the time of where I'm supposed to be something or do something now. And then something exactly happens at that moment. It's so precise, you know? Um, So we just have to be trusting of the universe that we're always in alignment with where we're exactly supposed to be. And I practiced a lot of mindfulness next week. And I was able to manifest like the most powerful decision makers at places places that I want to work with and and network with. I've manifested People coming in from Europe and coming into the restaurant at just the right moment to meet people that are all the way in Europe. Like when you're open and when you're quiet and you really listen to the signs, I had gone to one restaurant to eat. I decided I didn't feel the energy there. When I got in the car, the card of the restaurant was sitting right on my uh, seat. So I said, you know what, I'll go here instead. And when I went there, then the owner was there and I networked. So it's like just being still and just being open. I know that everything is on time, on purpose for my best, greatest good. And when Mm -hmm. I surrender to that, um, it is such a marvelous, exciting, magical world to be in.
0: Absolutely. And that's your decision to your choice to show up in that relationship with whatever is your higher power and whatever is your experience, right? Um, And that is one of the key aspects is to know that we choose what we have relationships with um and it uh, that intentionality so if you know if we bring them back down to earth again if you like uh if you don't mind nicole um you know we we look at relationship with people you know it's the intentions we set when we enter into any relationship whether it being places or people or experiences you know, when you, uh, if you set the intention that, oh, for example, say, say, for example, you, you invited to a party and you've been to this type of party before and have had a crap time, uh, but you feel guilty if you don't go. Uh, so you, you're you going to show up anyway, but now you're going with the intention. Oh, it's going to be crap and that is the start of your relationship with the experience of this particular party now what's the likelihood of this being a good experience for you not very high because your mind is already working on pinpointing all the negative things that are going to come out of the experience so your relationship the the vibration you hold within yourself is going to be low Uh, the energy is going to be low and so forth. Um, And the aspects within the experience in this party, your brain is going to pick out all the negatives and that is going to then become trigger points for you. Whereas if you move into that relationship and say, you know what, I'm going to make the best of it. I didn't have a good time last time. Uh, I went to this party, but you know what? Things can change. I change. So I might show up as a different person. Um, And uh, I'm going to make the best of it. I'm going to have as much fun as I can. I'm going to seek out the people that I resonate with. Now you've opened yourself up, like Nicole was talking about. Now you've opened yourself up to uh, finding what you resonate with at this place. So now your mind is going to start picking out the things that you actually enjoy with it. And this is going to change your relationship with it. You're moving into the experience with a higher frequency of acceptance, and now your relationship is going to be totally different. So if we take romantic relationships, which tend to be the most uh, uh shall we say, uh energetic, uh then you are going to look at how you move in or how you are in your romantic relationships what is your intention is your intention to win any, every fight uh, is your intention to uh, protect yourself or defend yourself you know look at it and have a night you know really dissect yourself as to your intention or is your intention to show up and grow with this person because they're there to reflect back to you they're there to help you grow as any other relationships yeah fans absolutely intimate relationships will bring out all the past traumas etc to light yes um and they're there to help you they're there to show you the path to what needs to be healed within yourself and that's what's the beauty once we understand what relationships are for It is not the distance between you and what you have a relationship to. It's not that space that is the relationship. It's you understanding yourself and you understanding the other party. So again, it is important to understand, is the experience uh, pure? So the love I feel for someone in a romantic relationship, is that pure? Or is there an attachment energy there? am i in a state where i don't think i can experience love unless it is with this person then perhaps that you might want to question the motives of your uh, involvement in that relationship
1: um i've come to understand that um love isn't usually developed in this particular lifetime that our our spirits have been reincarnating and we've developed these spiritual relationships over the time with people and we're reconnecting with them to work out the energies from the past. So you may come back with your mother to work out something that you could have been married before in another, um, life energy or, or whatever, but it's, we're coming back to these energies so that we can clear up what's been going. And this is my perspective, you know, um, uh, what's the, the, ancestral and the energetic, uh, whatever that we've had between us to move forward. So I've been in this lifetime, I found it like, why am I working so hard to, to clear this relationship with my mother? Why is she the only thing that's so important to me? Like, why, why, why? And um, I realized because we've been with each other through all these different times, we've been traveling through time, all these different reincarnations and we choose back to come back to each other in these different ways so i'm really proud of the way i worked at this relationship this time around because i know that wherever we'll be in our next life and our next time that we'll have more peace and we're we're not i'm not waiting for that time because i've developed more peace here but hopefully in the next time we won't have to go through quite as much to get to this beautiful place that we are now you know
0: no of course of course, and uh, we'll come to that a little bit later. How we can, you know, how we approach these different relationships because, like uh, again, Barbie says, you know, relation or people show up for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, um, and there there is a, c- a certain level of acceptance to that, and then using our discernment to understand what our journey with a particular person is. You know, whether you believe in reincarnation or not uh, doesn't matter uh, when you look at the immediate relationship you have with someone, Uh, what is the purpose for them showing up in your life and how are they there to help you grow or whether it could be an experience, it could be a place, you know, how does it show up to teach you something? Everything Around us is there to teach us about ourselves, and it is that relationship with ourselves. Um, Carl uh, uh, Carl Rogers talks about coming into uh, congruency with ourselves, and it it is really once we are uh, once we are congruent with ourselves, that's when we also see ourselves uh, from a point of authenticity, and we are brutally honest with ourselves so we can really look at every time there's something that shows up that we can understand what it what is why it's showing up to help us and what it's trying to teach us so when when we are in these relationships being able to observe the relationship i.e. being able to observe my own energy my own frequency my own triggers and what is it with the other person experience place uh, thing that is teaching me something being able to observe that is then going to enrich your experience but also the relationship because you're now connecting on a deeper level so i'm sure you've all experienced one you've had a deep conversation with some someone and you're just buzzing. Like you're, you're literally vibrating. Right. And you're connecting on a deeper level because now you're, you're understanding the other person deeper, which means that you're understanding yourself deeper too. And you're connecting with your, you know, connecting with someone else means that you're connecting with your, uh, your own self as well. So it is that feedback loop as it were. And we'll, I'll talk a little bit about that a little bit later here.
1: Okay. So as an empath, uh, when I was younger, like I used to feel, I I used to feel myself being calm, but then I would feel rage from another. Like if I was in a conversation, I didn't know it was rage from another. I felt, I felt in myself, I felt like, I don't want to argue, but something else in me wants to argue. And it got really mad. And so I would choose the argument. Mm-hmm. I'm now understanding that I it was it's because I'm an empath. And so I was feeling my emotions and the other person's emotions. So uh, the other day when I was out, I was I was with someone and I said a word and they said, It's interesting that you said that because I've been feeling that way. And I realized it's a word I never say in my life. So you know how you were talking about understanding when it's someone else's energy and yours? Mm-hmm. Could you help us to understand? Because when you're when you're when you're having a conversation with someone. I'm a pure love and light. That's what I want to be and now that I understand that when that anger comes up it's there anger not mine I'm just feeling the energy. How do we how do we like, decipher? How do you how, how do you navigate that?
0: You well know? first first of all in my experience in a way for that anger to show up that an aspect of that anger has to exist within you already. Otherwise True. otherwise it wouldn't have any resonance within you. Okay. Uh, so, yes, if someone is feeling anger and you are an empath, uh, that you could have a mil, minuscule aspect of anger within yourself, in your uh, shadow aspect. But mm-hmm. now, because you're uh, energy sensitive, someone else's anger is now going to uh, uh, kind of trigger that anger within you and uh, allow it to kind of just vibrates much bigger than, than it is. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: that's what I was feeling. Like, yeah. Bro, how does it help? So,
0: so it's knowing that whenever we feel something, yes, not all of it might be ours, but some of it is. Then, okay. we can, then we can go within and we can ask ourselves. And again, this is developing the relationship with ourselves. If we don't have a relationship with ourselves, then we're not going to be able to communicate with ourselves. When, uh, when when I'm saying ourselves, I'm talking about the different bodies. So if you if you feel that anger coming up, communicating with that emotion, and saying, "Interesting, I have anger coming up. How much of this anger is mine?" And being open and listening to that answer, like you were saying before, Nicole, about being able to resonate with the the uh, note put on your car and the uh, name of the dog and so forth. It's being being open to receiving the answer, so it might be you know I, I oftentimes get percentages. So when I ask, okay, so how much of this? Uh, uh, no, oftentimes it's anxiety with me. Uh, so suddenly I can feel this anxiety within myself, and I go in and say, okay, how much of this anxiety is mine? And might be ten percent okay well the other ninety percent I'm not responsible for so I release that and if I have that relationship with myself then I can just release it because I I can set that intention I trust it I uh, and I have full confidence in that whatever I oh, I have my boundaries so whatever I say within these boundaries goes so I release that but then I have the other uh, 10%, of, I say 90%, yeah, whatever, uh, the other portion that is mine. Now, that's important because now that anxiety that came up within me, because it was amplified, I've now been able to locate a smaller portion of anxiety that I may not have paid attention to because it was too small.
1: Mm, that's deep. Oh, but, that's really helpful. Yeah, so now good. I
0: can go to that and say, hmm, okay, so I've got this 10% of anxiety. Where does that come from? When did I experience this type of anxiety before? So the anxiety from someone else, that in itself, the, the anxiety in itself is not important. So I can just release that. It's not meant for me to find out who it's coming from or why it's coming from them or what they're experiencing. It's only there to show me where my anxiety is. And then I can go to that and I can say, okay, interesting. Show me what you want to communicate. And uh, so if you go to our website, thealchemyexperience.co.uk, we have a a meditation there called uh, body communication. Um, And in that... And it's something we use in uh, psychotherapy, for example, with uh, essentially body focus. Uh, so we're learning to communicate with our body. So emotions that come up, we communicate with it because it is a way for the body to let you know what's going on within you. What are you holding on to? It's, uh, what's your relationship with anger? What's your relationship with love? Uh, is your uh, your relationship with love pure? Or uh, is it uh, perhaps a uh, more based on need and uh, something else, right? So there's uh, really a lot of facets to it, but allowing yourself just to receive those answers from your emotions will then, again, it'll deepen your uh, your relationship with yourself and it'll allow you to be much more aware and quicker in in the pickup when uh, when you uh, get triggered rather than reacting outwards you can go in and say interesting I have this I'm feeling triggered by this why is that when did I experience this the first time and then we can go back and start healing uh the, the
1: original sensitizing event Yes, thank you very much. I had pushed mute. Yeah, that's very helpful. And um, I I really don't see those types of flare ups like I did before too. Once I, uh, I really had to work on my own shadow and I work on myself. I looked at. I I used to feel justified if I got upset because I felt like oh I'm so nice I'm just so nice, that I felt justified if somebody hurt me to have a reaction and. I, as I got older, I was like, I don't want to have a reaction no matter how they make me feel. So I got to a point where I would just cut everybody off and then that wasn't healthy either. So it's just about finding like a balance of, uh, knowing your like deciphering the emotions, which I'm so grateful that I've met you. Like just in the, just a couple of weeks of being in your classes of your calls, you are a, a You're just so great with the energy and and explaining things. You're just such a wonderful person. Thank you. um, Because, okay, all right, I'm gonna stop telling you that. Okay, but anyway, yeah, (laughs) thank you. Because it's just very helpful.
0: Let's not get too gushy, gushy, shall we?
1: (laughs) You know, I'm living in the heart chakra, my bad.
0: (laughs) But it is important to, in that relationship, again, you know, always not question with suspicion, but question. Are you know like you are saying? Uh, why is it that I don't want to experience that? Because it's painful. So if we, if I get uh, affected or uh, my uh, my anxiety is amplified by someone else's uh, anxiety, it's painful, and I don't understand it because I there's nothing on the outside that immediately leads me to understand why I'm feeling anxious so now i want to get rid of it and because society has told me my entire life that i shouldn't be so sensitive and emotions are bad and dangerous and you know all of these good things i use the tools that i have available to me which is suppress it with coping mechanisms uh you know, not that I drink alcohol or anything like that, but if I did, you know, perhaps I I would use alcohol or drugs or smoking or sex or whatever it is to suppress those emotions, because that's the only way I know how to do it. Now, if I go into it and I understand that the pain is inevitable, but it is the way I look at it that causes the suffering, then I can go in and say, okay. It's okay. I feel anxious. And I accept that. I acknowledge that. Now, why do I feel anxious? Where does this anxiety come from? Does it all belong to me? It doesn't have to. Now I'm starting to build that relationship with myself from a point of my awareness, rather than reacting from my headspace, where the first thing I want to do is get rid of the Uh, emotion or the anxiety or the anger whatever it is and react outwards because now i have coping mechanisms but i also have defense mechanisms so i'm trying to defend myself against whatever is triggering me so perhaps that escalates uh, an argument with a loved one unnecessarily because i don't understand the trigger within myself because I don't have a relationship with myself and therefore I can't grow in the relationship with someone else. Right. So it's looking at, you know, when we are observing the relationship, whether that being with a person, a thing, a place, an experience, uh, what are my attachments? What are my judgments? How am I judging this situation? How am I judging this person? So if I'm you know as we have these silly little arguments with the you know wives husbands girlfriends uh, boyfriends whatever what is it what am why why am I judging the other person for their opinion and what's my attachment to the outcome why am I so hell-bent on winning this argument if that other person never says I'm sorry for or apologize for anything for example then perhaps that is something I feel compelled to win the argument because they're not going to apologize anyway. So, you know, I'm just gonna to try to win the argument. Well, there unfortunately is no winner when you're escalating things, are only losers. So looking at and if the other person doesn't apologize ever, then that's their experience, that's their journey, that's them showing up the best uh, best way they know how to now i can choose to how i want to show up in that uh, in that trigger with myself so what why is it that i'm triggered by someone never apologizing so looking at rather than looking at again the the space that we use between ourselves that we call the relationship going inside and looking at what it is how am i showing up in this Uh, what is my part and my uh, responsibility in this relationship and of course triggers we talked about triggers are always an excellent way to open the door to whatever needs to be healed within yourself because in my experience in a way they're the only way for you to be triggered is for something an aspect of what triggers you to be uh, exist within you that it remains unhealed right um, now also when you're showing up in these different relationships are you growing or you're stagnating now if you're constantly butting heads with someone and you are part of the problem shall we say then Obviously, you're stagnating, but you're not stagnating because the relationship has come to an end. You're stagnating because you don't have a relationship with yourself. So if we can move in to any relationship with the intention of growing and learning and uh, learning about ourselves, of course, and seeing everything that shows up in our life, as a relationship with an opportunity to learn and grow then when we get to a point where we're stagnating then we know it's because we've we've uh, exhausted that relationship and it's time to move on and that happens absolutely Uh, and now that goes for any relationship whether it's romantic family tribe places whatever it is. And when you get to that point, you're okay with leaving it because then you know that it's run its course. And you're not going to leave it with, you know, any guilt or shame or bad taste in your mouth because, you know, things didn't work out or whatever it is. You're going to know what the purpose of the relationship was when we are allowing ourselves to exist like this in the relationships, we then also build a register of emotions. Right? And the register of emotions is going to increase your emotional intelligence, which in in turn is going to improve your empathy, which in turn is going to allow you to have better relationships because you're going to be able to connect with people you're going to be able to connect with places and on a different level because it's going to you're going to connect with it on a deeper level and that's really what is going to allow you to feel that fulfillment with your connections and your relationships Now, when we're looking at relationships and key approaches here, so when you are sitting down after this call or this chat, for example, to uh, look at your own relationships with work, loved ones, family, whatever you have, is to look at, first of all, it's always your choice. It's your choice to be in a relationship with someone, something. It's your choice to stay. And it's your choice how you show up. It's your choice the frequency you hold. It's your choice with the energy you bring into it. All of those things, everything that you bring to the table, everything that concerns you, is your choice. Now, also know that everything that goes on on the outside of you is someone else's choice. So you don't need to show up taking responsibility for anybody else's choices. So if they choose to come into your your relationship and they blame you for a bunch of things, just know within yourself that, no, they, you don't need to take that blame on your shoulders because they decided to show up in that relationship the way they decided to or place or whatever it may be now that doesn't mean we don't we're not taking or being accountable for how we show up because the way someone else shows up we can then look at ourselves and say okay what well, part of this is, am i feeling triggered by this or you know what part of this uh, belongs to me or? as well? So we always have to find that balance. Um, When I'm saying being accountable, it has nothing to do with blame. It just happened. you know, you are part of the experience, so you have a role to play. Uh, It has nothing to do with blame or shame or guilt. Okay? Really important to recognize that. And when we have relationships, we have three choices, always, and only three choices we can leave the relationship we can change the uh, the external experience of the relationship so we if we're in a uh, have a conversation with a family member for example we can try to convince them to change their opinion um, or we change our perception of the experience those are the only three choices we have and we're going to just go to chat here for a moment. Uh, Faz is saying, I just want to feel unapologet- unapologetically me without having any constant worry about upsetting others. Exactly. That's what I was talking about. But just watch out there, Faz, that you don't kind of create the, drop the mic moments. Um, if you're showing up with all your core wounding, and perpetuating that core wounding out whether it being you know shame guilt anger fear whatever it is and you're just like spewing it out there expecting everybody to take it then are you showing up uh, authentically you and i'm not saying that's what you're doing fast i'm just saying you know whenever someone shows up well i'm just being me well that's a bit of a cop-out that's a coping mechanism uh or can be of course if your energy is that you are um of uh, of a certain personality of course that is the way you show up and that's where you uh you know that's the way you want to be absolutely but then not everybody's going to want to be in that energy so then accept when people come and go because it is this fluidity of the relationships as well that we need to uh, be mindful of that if someone is not suitable to or resonate with your energy that we accept that they are no longer part of uh, our experience or the relationship is no longer there because that then leaves space for uh, other relationships that can... Be in that experience, uh, be in that energy to uh, come in yeah no absolutely I'm fastest putting here again uh, me const- uh, constantly putting others' feelings and needs before mine and it doesn't serve me anymore absolutely we always have to look at the relationship with ourselves first that's that's what we have you know that's the 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 one constant thing in our life is the relationship to ourselves now if we focus on our own or the relationship with ourselves that then will improve the relationship with everybody else because the better or the more we love ourselves the more we will be able to love others because it's always going to reflect back on in ourselves so if my frequency i show up with shame and guilt in a relationship that's the energy or the frequency i'm bringing to the relationship now if i bring authentic love and understanding and acceptance into a relationship that's the contribution i'm going to bring to it so we're not responsible for everybody else's uh, the energy anybody else brings but we are fully responsible for our own energy that we bring you know like jeffrey allen says give yourself permission to be fully in command and in charge of the energy that you hold and leave or give everybody outside of yourself permission to be in charge of the energy outside of you right because then you don't have to be responsible for anybody else Anybody else's expectations are exactly that. It's their expectations. You're not responsible for anybody else's expectations. Now, someone may have communicated to you, I expect this out of our relationship, and then you automatically go back to, what are my choices here? You can choose to leave the relationship because you don't resonate with those expectations, or you can try to communicate Convince the other party to change their expectations, or you can change your perception of the expectation and say, you know what, I can meet those expectations. But those are your only three choices, and that's it. Now, if someone else, if they come, if you decide to then stay and say, you know what, I can meet these expectations, and then you can't meet them, then and the other party, person says, well, I had higher expectations, then you could then you're accountable. You say, absolutely. I had high expectations of myself as well, but I wasn't able to meet that. I'm sorry. But that's unfortunately where I came up. Now, then you have it again. You go back to the choices. Are you able to step up to the plate as it were, or are you able to change the other person's expectations of you, or do you need to leave the relationship? So again, we go always circle back, what are my choices? But also always knowing that you have a choice because choice is a superpower. It is, you know, free will is the superpower the, uh, that we have as humans. And again, anybody who's listened to this uh, podcast or these discussions before know that I am a big fan of my four tenants, uh, which is Compassion, acceptance, forgiveness, and gratitude. So as we cycle through our experiences, we look at it with compassion. We look at ourselves with compassion, everybody else with compassion, the experience. uh, And we bring acceptance to it. So if someone decides to leave a a relationship with, with us, we accept that. And, you know, if, if they really leave, like, and of course, we accept the emotions that come up and we don't try to uh, mask it or anything like that. We accept it. We allow it because those are the emotions that come up. If it's sadness, anger, disappointment, whatever it may be, but understanding also why is that coming up? Why is that showing up for me? It's what am I supposed to learn from it? Because now you're working on that relationship with yourself. And now you're also building a relationship with perhaps abandonment. So what's your relationship with abandonment? Look at that. Understand that within yourself. Um, Of course, when you have compassion for someone else or for the experience, yourself and uh, everybody involved, And you can accept what is happening and your experience with it then you can easily forget uh forgive you can forgive yourself and and anybody else involved in it and at that point you can understand the gifts that were brought to you from that experience and you can show gratitude to it because now you understand what what the purpose of that relationship was so compassion, acceptance, forgiveness, and gratitude. And also, of course, in relationships, for agreements, I think are uh, most wonderful tool. So we make agreements with ourselves that are never going to take anything personally because if we do, then we're in our headspace and we are going to analyze it and we're going to react from the wounding. So if we don't take things personally, we can actually use that trigger as a tool to understand ourselves better uh not assume that we know anything about anybody else so if it is your twin brother or you know it is someone that you truly feel that you know intimately you don't know them exactly enough to make assumptions as to how they show up in a relationship so the only thing you can do is show compassion and show empathy for their experience. So you don't need to show if someone being nasty to you. You don't need to show compassion for their nasty behavior, but show compassion for the aspect of themselves that feel that they need to show up in this way. Now, of course, if you are in a uh, relationship with someone is being nasty or abusive, leave. There's no point in staying. Uh, and if you are in a relationship like that and you may not realize it then start to look at yourself start to look at if you're enjoying the relationship or not are you a victim what are how are you resonating with the relationship so anybody who might be listening to this who might be in a Uh, situation where you're being physically, mentally, uh, emotionally abused, uh, please make contact with relevant authorities uh, to make sure that uh, you you are able to take yourself out of that situation. It's not worth it. Okay? So, going on with the other two agreements that we make with ourselves, uh, always use your words impeccably. And I would add to this Words, thoughts, and actions. So always act impeccably, always think impeccably, and always use your words impeccably. Because that is then going to allow us to convey and portray our authenticity in any relationship that we have. And then others are more likely to resonate with that and respond to that and show up uh, in the same way. And then we can all grow in a very healthy and conscious way and the uh, uh the uh, last one is to always do our best now our best is going to be different from day to day uh but just know that i'm always doing my best now if i freak out on my kids because they're you know doing something that i told them 50 times not to do Then, you know, that's a relationship as well. But that is the best I could do at that very time, or the very best I could do at that time. But then it is my responsibility to then go and say, okay, what was it about that experience that made me go into my head and start analyzing and react from that lower level? And just understand that and work through that and heal that aspect of myself. That is, then I can work towards becoming the optimal version of myself and becoming a more, uh, being a role model, in this case, to my children. Thankfully, I've come far enough on my uh, road that I rarely (laughs) freak out on my kids. But there's been times that it was different. So it is. It is a prog- progress over time that we have to recognize. So if I look back, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years, six years ago, uh, my relationship is going to have been very different. So just having that patience and trust with yourself that as long as you show up and you work on that relationship with yourself, you will then also be able to uh, bring that into the world. and you're going to work towards a goal that over time you're going to get closer and closer to yeah so i have a question here and if uh, if your best isn't good enough for the other person then go back to the circle well exactly i mean it, if someone holds unrealistic expectations of you then and you didn't agree to those expectations or agree to be scrutinized under those uh, expectations or those expectations weren't communicated to you then absolutely I mean go back and say oh well what what are my choices I have my three choices here and that's when when you've exhausted all opportunities then perhaps it's time to leave right but again the relationship you like you have to in order to get to know yourself and build that relationship with yourself it is through communication and building that relationship with anybody else same thing is communication is understanding what are your expectations of me because we are going to have expectations are we attached to those expectations what is the motivation for those expectations? Because we bring it ourselves into relationships. But if we don't communicate them, we can't expect anybody to hold hold themselves to that standard uh, because we haven't communicated them. So then we have no leg to stand on. Uh, if we bring that into a discussion, well, I expected more from you, and the other person goes, well, I had no idea you had those expectations on me. Right, then you don't necessarily have a a leg to stand on having those expectations. But yeah, it's always a work in progress, and uh, there's definitely, and that's why we take the opportunity every time we're in an experience and a relationship with whatever it may be to observe ourselves and find those openings to the aspects of ourselves that might be stuck somewhere else, whether it is in our childhood or uh, for some people who believe in past lives, uh, might be stuck in the past life. Right. So understanding that and at the same time you then build that relationship with yourself. Well, that is uh, my perspective on relationships and I appreciate uh, everybody who's brought their Energy in today to with an intention to listen to me and listen to everybody who's contributed today and learn about relationships and how you show up in your relationships. Um, and under, you know, always, I suppose, flipping the uh, script on what we think relationships are because oftentimes we think relationships are oh, well, that's to my wife or my girlfriend or my parents or my children but no it's everything that gives us an experience is a relationship because it's a relation to between us and something else but it is not the gap between us and or the distance or the space between us and that we are experiencing that is the relationship it is everything that we bring to it or the other party brings to it Absolutely. A relationship starts with ourselves. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for bringing yourselves and your beautiful energies to the conversation today. I wish you all a beautiful week, and I hope you have a good one. I'll see you later. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now. So fixing a relationship is not about the fixing the quote-unquote distance or this gap between you and whatever you're having a relationship with. It's not about fixing whatever the object of your relationship is, but to look inside and reflect on how you show up in that relationship and what you can do to optimize yourself and become a Uh, the optimal version of yourself and showing up as a role model in that relationship for the other person or whatever the object is to uh, resonate with your new vibration and your new energy so if the person or the experience or you know the workplace or whatever it is that you're having a relationship with that you're uh, re-examining if you show up as a uh, better version of yourself, as it were, and they're not resonating with that or uh, hoping to or looking to grow themselves and kind of have that evolutionary process, then, of course, you have your three choices. You either change your perspective of the situation or the experience, the relationship, you try to change their perspective of it and try to help them, or you just leave it. So those are your three choices. The beauty of being a human is that we have free will. We have our choices, even those those choices might not always be the easy ones. And uh, that we have tough choices to make in this uh, life. Oftentimes when I work with my clients and we work through experiences in relationships with whatever that uh, object may be, uh, and they we tend to circle around and focus on the external aspect of our own experience. And the work then is really about bringing the focus back into a reflection into oneself and uh, see how uh, we show up ourselves in those relationships. So for yourself, that might be a good idea to look at Whenever you're thinking about relationships, as soon as you start thinking about how the other person shows up or that what is happening between the two of you then bring it back into yourself. If you need help or guidance in any of these aspects, uh, we're certainly here to assist. So go to our website thealchemyexperience.co.uk, click on the uh, link for the 30 minute free consultation and uh, let's see how we might be able to assist you but for now i'm going to wish you all the best in your process in your growth and in your evolution as you seek to optimize the, yourself become the optimal version of yourself and uh, we'll see you next week on friday 11:11 british time have a good one in the meantime take care